we bless the name of the living god for this day that he has permitted us to be able to be among the living hallelujah and to be able to come into his presence to fellowship together uh, any day that we live to witness it means that god has something more for us amen and it means that god is not done with us and it also means that our assignment on this earth is not yet done praise god and so whenever we get the opportunity to live to see new days it means that god is not done with us yet hallelujah and so we bless god and we thank him for this day praise god and now without wasting much time i want us to turn our bible to the book of genesis chapter 2 and now we are going to take it from verse 15 to 17. and the lord god took the man and put him into the garden of eden to dress it and to keep it and the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to dress it and to keep it and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die hallelujah beloved today i have the message has been entitled being a gatekeeper hallelujah being a gatekeeper what is the meaning of being a gatekeeper to be a gatekeeper means to control access to something hallelujah to be a gatekeeper means that you have access or you have the control hallelujah you have been placed as a guard amen you have been placed to guard and to control access you have been placed as a guard to what to control people from getting access into a certain place so in other words there could be a gate and that you have been placed up front to guard it amen and it, it is your responsibility to ensure that nobody enters without what permission hallelujah you ensure the person that enters has been permitted to do so so a gatekeeper is a person who controls access to a gate or access to a place or access to information and it is the responsibility of the gatekeeper to ensure that the people that were that access the gate or the people that access the point or the entrance that they do have the permission to do so and so it is also the responsibility of the gatekeeper to keep out or to fight off anybody who do not have the permission to enter through the gate or to enter into a certain place hallelujah that has been placed under supervision hallelujah so genesis chapter 2 verse 15 to 17 we have read that bible said that the lord god took man and put him into the garden of eden to dress it and to keep it hallelujah so it means the bible says that in the beginning after god had created and have made the heavens and the earth god created the earth and made everything before he made man god had placed everything within the universe and then god saw it that he is god and that he dwells in eternity god dwells in heaven but when he made the earth and after he had finished it he needed somebody to keep the earth hallelujah he needed somebody to what to be able to represent him that is why god says let us make man in our own image and likeness so in other words there were angels already there were spiritual beings entities that dwelt with god hallelujah but these people did not share the image and the likeness in other words they did not share the nature of the living god but god made man called him out of the earth hallelujah and made him after his own image and likeness place his very nature his very characteristics in man so the man could represent him so just as god is in heaven man would be on this earth hallelujah understand that when god made the earth and before he made man the devil and his co-host they had been cast on this earth hallelujah 
the battle that happened or that occurred in heaven had already what happened and so bible says that god placed after he had made the earth there was a place that was called the garden of eden a special place that he made and bible said that he put man in the well, in the midst of the garden of eden and he told man dress it another translation he said that till the ground and the meaning of tilling the ground it means to cultivate hallelujah to ensure that the ground is well properly cultivated and kept amen so god placed adam as a gatekeeper of this earth he placed man as a gatekeeper of this world he placed man as a gatekeeper of the garden of eden so now the earth and the garden of eden have become the place that adam needed to what to god with all his mind and with all his strength hallelujah another place in the scripture bible says that adam had been given all dominion all powers to have the enablement, the ability to be able to what? Uh, to safeguard the Garden of Eden and to be able to properly what? Take care of the earth. Because Bible says that he said that upon everything I have given to you and I have placed all of them under your feet. Hallelujah. Everything, he said that everything that creeps upon the surface of the earth all the things the creatures in under what in the sea the creatures in the heavens and the creatures what that walk it or creep it on the surface of the earth all of them have been placed under your feet and it is your responsibility to control and exercise dominion over them so now you Adam you have become the gatekeeper you have become the guardian of this earth you have become the god of this earth the god of this world god was there but he made man in his very image and likeness so that man would become an extension of who he was hallelujah so was man made an extension of god that man carried the capability to be able to exercise dominion authority and power upon everything that world or existed on this earth and the devil was there as well satan and the demonic host that had fallen they had also been placed under the feet of adam adam exercised authority and dominion over the devil and the demons that had fallen with him hallelujah because when God made and it had happened already, there was a safe place that God created that was known as the Garden of Eden. And God placed Adam there and said, I till the ground and keep it, cultivate the place. And show that nobody, anyone that do not have, that does not have the word, the proper word, access, is not given the opportunity to enter. So it was the responsibility of Adam to ensure that nobody could get access into the Garden of Eden because it was from the Garden of Eden that Adam ruled and governed the earth. Hallelujah. But now we see that the devil who had now been placed under Adam, who was saying within himself that there was no way the man that appeared to be inferior to angels. Hallelujah. Bible says the angels were are creatures of fire. They are made what with fire. Angels are spiritual beings that cannot die, but man is made from the dust and has what it is possible for man to die, although man has a spirit within. This corporal body can die. This corporal body now is subject to decay, but spirits cannot die. So comparing man to angels, man was very inferior. And because although Satan had fallen, he had not lost his what? His nature. As an angel and as a spirit being, Satan still retained his power. And now man that was inferior, man that was made out of dust, now God had chosen man to place his spirit in him. Man had been chosen by God to become just like God. And Satan said, no, there is no way. The very thing that has been given to man, that by this man has been given the dominion, the power and the authority over him, Satan, 
Satan is now about to do something that will cause man to fall so that he will transfer that authority. He will transfer that power and dominion unto him so that he as a man was the god and the prince of this world now satan is about to step into the world the boundaries of man into the territories of man that he did not have permission he is now about to step in there and do something that will cause a transfer of power and authority unto him so that he satan now become the prince and the god of this world you ask me how can satan be the god and the prince even Jesus himself testified. He said, let us move from here. Jesus and the disciple were in a place. He said, let us move from here. Jesus is God. But he said, let us move from here. For the prince of this world is coming. Nevertheless, however, he has nothing in me. But for the sake of the people that were with him. Because something, Satan had something that he could stand and base his accusation or his attacks on. He said, let us move from here so that when he comes, as for me, he cannot have his way. But as for you people, he can have his way in you. Because he is a God and a prince of this world. And he can do. And that was the before Jesus had, what, had been crucified. Before he had died and, and rose again. Before that, Satan had control over every and every man that lived on what on this earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so a gatekeeper is somebody that has been given what control that permits people to enter or not to enter. So it is the responsibility of the gatekeeper to ensure that anyone that do not have access will not be permitted therein. And so Genesis chapter 3, as we jump from verse chapter 2, in verse 1, the Bible said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the, of, of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now the serpent was not the devil. The serpent was not Satan. But Satan, this is a figure of speech, Satan had chosen to use the image, the likeness of what? Of the serpent. Why? Because among the creatures of the beast that God had made and had placed on this earth, Bible said that the serpent was more subtle. The serpent was more wiser than all the other beasts. Hallelujah. The serpent was what? Very cunning in terms of how he hunts. So Satan had been able to observe and study the ways of the serpent in terms of how patient, cunning, how deceiving the serpent can be when he is ready to hunt. Hallelujah. When the serpent needs food, and when it goes under its praise, it is very calm, very cunning, hallelujah, very deceiving. By the time you realize the serpent has gotten its way in you, hallelujah. So Bible said that now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. So now the devil Satan is now copying the nature and the characteristics of the serpent because he had he had known that there is someone on this earth there is someone in the garden of eden hallelujah that in order to be able to what have his way into the place that he does not have access so that what he is looking for he can have he has to what put on something that he did not have he had to be able to go the way of the serpent so that he can infiltrate or penetrate into the camp of man that he had no access to hallelujah and now the devil was going to use a strategy and this strategy was going to permit him not to go straight to the man but to use something that was very close to the man hallelujah 
And so when he came, he started to ask questions. That as we jump to verse 6, Bible says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, because now the devil had been able to deceive her, when she saw that the, that the fruit was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. And now listen to this. After she had eaten it, Bible said that, and gave also unto her, unto what? Her husband with her. And he did eat. So it means when Eve when she was deceived by the serpent after a dialogue that was able to get her attention god had never what instructed or commanded them never to even what touch of it but when the devil posed the question to her it was the woman that went ahead and said that not to eat of it not to what what even touch it and the devil said now nah, do you know why God is commanding you not to do it? Because he knows that the very day that you eat of this fruit, you become like him. Sadly enough, Adam and Eve were already like God. Lack of knowledge, my people do perish. It was man that was what had been instructed in the ways of God. And man as a gatekeeper of God of what? The Garden of Eden. Man as the gatekeeper of his family. Man needed to instruct the wife in the way of the Lord. To be able for her to understand properly the ways of God. For by the encounter between Eve and the serpent, you could see, yes, she knew certain knowledge. She had certain knowledge about the ways of God, but she was not properly instructed. So it was easy for her to be deceived. Hallelujah. And so Bible said that after Eve had been deceived, now the gatekeeper, who had the responsibility, who had to ensure that any intruder should have been fought away but rather he stood there and allowed the intruder to have his way in his his wife's life to deceive the wife and he was right there with her and he was looking at the wife doing the very thing that when he was created god himself instructed him never to partake of it hallelujah but the gatekeeper failed to exercise or to what to exercise his responsibility as a gatekeeper he allowed the intruder to set in hallelujah deceived the wife and ate the fruit and now the husband stood by her side and after she had eaten bible said that she gave also unto her husband who was with her and he did eat and so there was no way that Adam was able to even rebuke the wife and rebuke the devil and commanded the devil to be out of the place as a gatekeeper. Hallelujah. Beloved, you have to understand that we are going to see some point about what it means to be a gatekeeper and what you have to be a gatekeeper or a guard over in your life. You as a child of God, you have been made as a gatekeeper in your family hallelujah you have been made as a gatekeeper in your life you have to understand that you that are a child of god in your family that is very knowledgeable or have attained knowledge about the ways of the living god and carry the spirit of god there is a responsibility on your life and that responsibility is to ensure that anybody that does not have the right to enter your home is not given the permission to do so hallelujah you as a child of god that now has the ability to be able to stand and pray it is your responsibility to safeguard your life safeguard your family so that the intruder can never have his way because a lot of homes a lot of lives have been destroyed because we as the gatekeepers were not able to exercise our god-given power and authority but we lost hallelujah our god And it enabled the devil, the enemy. When man lost his guard, the devil entered. Hallelujah. Sometimes in our lives, we wonder why 
as Christians and as Holy Ghost filled people, sometimes we wonder why the devil can have his way. The enemy can have his way in our life. It is because we lost our God. Because we what? We lost our God. Hallelujah. Because the responsibility that has been given to us as gatekeepers, we lost it. Praise God. Hallelujah. What have you been assigned with the authority and power that has been given to you to become a gatekeeper over? What is it that you have to ensure that you safeguard it? Number one, your soul, which is your mind. Hallelujah. You have to understand that the soul, which is your mind, it controls your life because it is the soul, the mind that controls the body. Amen. As you man, just as God, being a triune being, which it, it consists of the soul, the spirit and the body. Now the soul is your mind. Hallelujah. Your body is your body and then you have a spirit that lives within this world, this body. And your soul being your mind, it is within your mind, which is your soul, that a whole lot of the battles are fought. Hallelujah. Understand that your spirit uses your body or your soul to interact with this world. When your spirit is reasoning, hallelujah, he uses your soul. Hallelujah. Because within your soul are the senses. And because whoever that is able to capture the soul, which is your mind, is able to capture your body. And once your body is captured, your life is captured. It is either your spirit is in control over your body. Hallelujah. It is either the spirit of the living God has been able to capture your soul. Or the devil will have his way in your soul and use it to accomplish his work, his task. Hallelujah. And because your mind controls your life, anything that is what is decided within the mind, anything that is processed within the mind, you have to understand that your life is what it is now because of the decision that was made by your soul or within your soul, which is your mind. Your life is now going on the direction it is going now because of the thoughts that were processed and agreed on within your mind. Hallelujah. You decide to eat the food that you want to eat. And before you ate the food, you had already consumed it within your mind. Hallelujah. When I woke up this morning, the clothes that I wanted to wear, I wore it within the mind before I placed it on the body because I processed it first. The message I am preaching today, they were processed within my mind first before I am doing now. So things are firstly done within the mind before it manifests, hallelujah, in the life. So anybody that gets control and access to your mind, that is why it wasn't only the Garden of Eden, but it was also the mind, the soul of man needed to be guarded. It needs to be protected. Hallelujah. Because the battlefield is not any other place, but it is the mind. You can win or lose the battle in your mind. Hallelujah. And so, the devil can have his way as a man, understand, that even when God wants to communicate with you, and when God wants to, wants your life to go in a certain direction, when even God is guiding your life, and when God is about to alter your steps, 
how God does it is that he communicates with your soul hallelujah because your spirit which is within you when he receives it from the Lord he communicates with you through your soul hallelujah because the flesh cannot understand the things of the Lord so it is your spirit that receives from God and transfer that into your soul and your soul communicates so that your life now will go in the direction of what the information that you receive from the spirit hallelujah so if a man's life can be shaped if a man's life can be transformed by the information that he received from the spirit of the living God in the soul equally a man's life can also be transformed negatively by the information that he receives in the soul by the devil so sometimes within our mind we have dialogue with the spirit of God and within the same mind we can also have dialogue with the devil and that was what was happening right there in the garden of Eden with Eve she allowed her mind to be occupied by the devil meaning that the thought as she gazed and observed the, the tree of good and evil there were thoughts going on in her mind and she paid attention to these thoughts she allowed herself to be carried away by these thoughts these voices that she was hearing in her mind was the devil that was using a cunning way the spirit of deception hallelujah so now the devil entered spiritually he entered into the garden of Eden and had access into the soul of Eve why didn't he go to the man because he knew as we will come there for it shortly he knew that it wasn't going to be easy for him to go through the man hallelujah so he used the weaker version of man amen so the soul is very important your mind is very important that you have to do everything that it takes to safeguard it Amen. A whole lot, lot of lives have been what, destroyed because of thoughts, because of the things, because of the voices that they heard in their mind. People made decisions that, that they thought were right, only to find out after they had committed or after they have made a decision, they find out that now nah, they have made the wrong decision hallelujah and that is why it is important that as a gatekeeper of the soul as a gatekeeper of the mind you need to be able to exercise the gift of discernment your ability to discern to divide between the thoughts and the voices that you receive in your mind to be able to judge the voices whether the voices that you are hearing are they your own thoughts are they the thoughts of the devil are they the voices of the lord communicating with you hallelujah praise God because we have three kinds of voices one is the voice of the Lord the voice of the devil and our own voice that we can hear in our mind sometimes we can desire for something so badly amen we can desire for something so badly that we will give our entire attention to that we begin to process the thing in our mind and it will cause us to be having some dreams and we will think that it is the lord communicating with us it is not the lord it is our own desire that has trans that will transfer that image into our mind and it is what re-communicating with us so it is not the lord it is not the devil but it is us we are communicating with ourselves and we believe it and we begin to do it so it is not from the Lord, it is not from the devil, but it is from ourselves. Hallelujah. Praise God. And equally, we have the, the devil that can also speak to your mind. The devil can have a full discussion, a full dialogue with you in the mind. 
Sometimes if you're not careful, that is why the Bible said that. He said that, and the serpent was more subtle than the beast that the Lord had made on the earth. It means that if you're not very careful, the devil can deceive you to think that what you are hearing is coming from the Lord if you don't have the spirit of discernment. Hallelujah. You can hear a voice. It will be so good for you to go ahead and heed to the voice. But without the spirit of discernment, you will what? Will fall for it. So it is important as a gatekeeper to have the spirit of discernment so that you'll be able to discern the voice that you are hearing. Is it coming from the, the Lord or is it coming from the devil or, or is it coming from yourself? What is communicating with you? Who is speaking to you? Hallelujah. Because these voice and these thoughts in our mind can advise us to do certain things that we will later come to this word, regret. Destinies have been destroyed because of how certain thoughts and voices were processed within the mind. And destinies have been built equally because of the voices that they heard in their minds. So what, what is the voice? What are you heeding to? What kind of voice are you heeding to? What kind of thoughts are you allowing to have? Way in your mind. Hallelujah. So now the devil was able to deceive the woman by speaking to her mind. When the devil appeared, she was deceived because she the devil appealed to her mind hallelujah and the mind was appealed to well, through her eyes which is the gateway to a man's soul hallelujah the gateway to a man's soul is the eyes so she was appealed to through the eyes look she looked how beautiful it is the tree hallelujah how splendid how glorious the tree looks like the tree of good and of evil the tree of what of good and evil you shall be like god it is a desirable work tree. This is the dialogue going on in the mind of Eve. Hey, look. Think of it. That the devil is deceiving you in the soul. Just wait a minute and think about it. Now, why would God let you, or tell you not to eat of it? Because he knows that the very day that you eat of it, you become like him. So God is jealous of you. Now, who had he always been wanting to become like God? The devil, but he could not. And he can never. But now the man has been made like just like God. But he's failing to see it that way. And now the devil has to come in to tell man to commit an, atro an atrocious word, sin. To do something that will make him what? Sin before the Lord thinking that he could become something that he already is hallelujah because the devil knew that the, because the way how what made him fall was his pride and his desire to become like god which caused him to rebel against him so the only way that he can cause man to rebel against god is to use the same thing that made him fall you are already like, like God, but I'm going to make you believe otherwise so that you will desire for it. And as you desire to be like God, you are not going to go the way of the Lord to become like him. But you are going to do the very thing that he commands you not to do it because you will think that, it, that is going to make you like him. So he said, look at it. Why do you think God is telling you not to eat of it? Because he knows that you are just going to become like him. 
right there it's just as adam was standing there now adam was a man that was made as a spiritual being that had access to even the thoughts that were going on in the mind of eve but he could not stop it adam had the had, had access to the spiritual realm at the same time to the physical realm adam was a man that could coexist between the spiritual and the physical realm and was able to discern the thoughts and the intents of man's heart hallelujah she knew what was going on with the wife but she he stood there and could not stop it why because I, as a gatekeeper I understand that you man you have a weakness every man in this universe has a weakness there is no one on this earth who does not have a weakness what is weakness hallelujah weakness is what lack of strength in a certain area of your life hallelujah so weakness is something that you don't have the strength to control hallelujah weakness is anything that you don't have the ability to exercise self-control weakness is anything that you yourself don't have the ability to what to keep it under subjection praise god so weakness can come in any form and everyone's weakness is different my weakness is different and because having a weakness in your life does not necessarily make you weak but having weakness in your life and having the ability to what to suppress and bring your weakness under subjection means that you are a strong man or a strong person everybody have a weakness even Paul himself had a weakness his weakness was known as the thorn in his flesh so his weakness had something to do with the flesh as a man of God as a mighty man of God he had a weakness in his flesh and he called it the thorn of his flesh meaning that the weakness in his flesh had become a thorn on himself that weakness is worrying him because he keeps thinking about it that weakness was brought into him by the devil a mighty man of god how can the devil bring such weakness upon him because he said that it, the weakness that he had which was the tone of the flesh he said that it was a messenger sent by the devil but he was a mighty man of god full of grace but he had a tone in his flesh he had the weakness in his body weakness in his life hallelujah at the point Paul was weak but Bible said that Paul prayed three times that the weakness that torn in his flesh would be taken away but it never happened he prayed three times God was silenced and the voice came that Paul do not worry about the weakness I allow the weakness to be in your life for a purpose and God said that my grace the weakness is there but my grace is sufficient for you so he said that in your weakness my my power is made manifest and my power becomes stronger even in your weakness so a, a, a person that has a weakness is in his or her life does not necessarily mean that a person is weak but your inability to control your weakness and bring it under subjection by the grace of god is what makes you weak hallelujah so in other words as a gatekeeper you have to guard your weakness acknowledge that you have a weakness in your life and you have to safeguard that weakness to ensure that nobody will take advantage so a weakness is a what a disadvantage and a fault in a man's life so it is also your responsibility to ensure that as a man that walks in the spirit and walks in the image and the likeness of god you have a weakness in your life that weakness is not being taken away so it is your responsibility to safeguard the weakness so that nobody will take advantage of it so that the devil cannot take advantage of that weakness so adam had a weakness what was the weakness of adam if the wife 
Everybody have a weakness. And weakness can come in any form. Now, if had become the weakness of man, the very one that was brought as someone that was meet to be his helper was the very same person that was his very weakness. Hallelujah. It might seem to be contradiction or contradictory. One that was brought to become, to be strong in his life so that he, she can help him fulfill his destiny and his purpose on this earth was the same person that was his weakness. How is it possible? Hallelujah. And so when the devil wanted to have his way in the life of man, which was Adam, he saw that he could not go through Adam, so he had to go through his weakness. He had to tap into his weakness. That was going to be the way that he could get access into the man's life. So do you wonder why the devil get his way in your life? You have a weakness. You lost your God. And now the devil had been able to access your weakness and had used your weakness to get you. Hallelujah. Because your weakness is your disadvantage. And they can take advantage of it. It was a blessing unto Adam. And at the same time, she was a disadvantage to man. Hallelujah. Why? Because now the devil saw that the only way, because the person, the only person that can cause man to fall was his wife. Because Adam was so strong. Adam was so mighty. Adam was so wise. Adam was so spiritual that nothing on this earth, not even the devil himself, even God could not advise Adam otherwise to even commit something against him. Hallelujah. That was how powerful Adam had been made by God. The man that was directly made after the very image and likeness of, of God. Amen. He was so powerful. He was so strong. But something little in his life, his very, what, rape, that was taken to make a woman that he called the bone of my bones, the flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she came out of man. Now his weakness that came out of him was what was used by the devil to get him. Hallelujah. Nobody can tell Adam to do this. The very person that can tell Adam to do this it was only Eve that could tell Adam sleep and he would sleep, wake and he would wake. Do this and he would do it. Why? She was his helper, his counselor, hallelujah, his advisor, a helper that is made for him so that equally, together, they can till the ground, dominate and rule the world. His weakness was his advisor. His weakness was his helper. And now, when the devil caused the woman to, uh, to fall and eat of the fruit, the Bible said that she turned and the husband was there. Who was looking at the scene and everything that was happening? But because it's his weakness and because he has lost the battle already because his weakness had already been accessed he needed to guard his weakness in other words man adam needed to cover the wife but he failed man was supposed to be the covering of the wife but he failed and the devil had access into the life of the wife and now because he had failed he stood there and couldn't do anything about it. And now I'm looking at the wife who turned. I said, husband, come on, partake of this. Just try it and see for yourself. 
blindly because it is weakness he you see your weakness can cause you to blindly do things that you will regret later he blindly followed i committed that thing with a wife so how did adam fail he fell by his weakness how did he fall hallelujah he fell by his weakness it was his weakness that caused him to fall had he not been it if he had been able to safeguard his weakness he wouldn't have fallen but because he failed the gate was left open unguarded there is a gate to your weakness and it was left unguarded and the devil saw the opportunity and he entered when you lose your guard the devil sees the opportunity you see the devil is a cunning person that any little opportunity that he sees he makes good use of it unlike man that wants the bigger opportunity every opportunity is good enough for the devil to take advantage of and that is why we never we shouldn't the bible said that don't even give him a footstool hallelujah don't allow him to even take a step towards your weakness and now how do we know that it is the weakness of adam when bible says that when finally when when god came and called adam where are you why have you done this because now adam responded he said that when we heard your voice we were afraid because we saw ourselves being naked and god said who told you you were naked have you eaten of the tree that i commanded you not to eat of why have you done this and adam lifted his voice and said it was the woman hallelujah the one that he called the flesh of his flesh the bone of his bone the one that he couldn't live without hallelujah the one that he was going to what spend eternity with now adam is shifting the blame and he said that it was the woman that you gave me that weakness that you gave me so now adam is telling god i was good by myself but you decided to give me the woman and now look at what the woman have cost hallelujah now god turned to the weakness of adam and now she said it's the serpent but none of them were left out they equally received their due punishment that brought these calamities and this hardship this struggle upon the earth that we all paid for while we the other we are still paying for it even though christ has come to redeem us hallelujah for time's sake lastly you are placed as a gatekeeper of your home the garden of eden was the home of adam and eve bible said i said what he said till the ground cultivate the ground keep the garden for yourself guard it for yourself because when adam failed to guard the garden of eden they were driven out and god brought an angel to become the gatekeeper of the garden of eden when man fell when man failed to become the gatekeeper of the garden of eden when man failed to become the god of his own home he was cast out and an angel was brought hallelujah who stood there because in the midst of the garden of eden was the tree of life and because man, God, man had fallen man could not eat it would live in eternity with the stain of sin on him that would have been very bad eternity in a state of what of sin that wouldn't have been good so they were cast out hallelujah they were cast out and that very day adam and eve they died how did they die spiritually they died because they were disconnected from the spirit of the living god now adam was ceased to become immortal now he's actually man a mortal just a mortal being that is subject to a decay and death because he failed you child of god 
have been called as a gatekeeper. There is a greater responsibility hanging on your life. You are the prayer warrior in your home. You are the one that is more knowledgeable about the word of the living God. More than anybody in your family. What are you doing? Hallelujah. What are you doing? You have been called as the covering over your home. And it is your responsibility to ensure that anyone without permission is not what permitted to enter. And because you are a gatekeeper, it is your responsibility to exercise that spirit of what? That gift of discernment. And it is your responsibility to be able to be in a position to see, to foresee when something is coming so that you prepare yourself to meet it. You, by the Lord Jesus, have been given the power, the authority, and the meaning that Adam lost. So now you have been called again, man, as a gatekeeper. So three things that we've touched. Be that gatekeeper of your soul. And the soul of the people around you. Who are dwelling within your home. Be a gatekeeper of your weakness. Because you do have it. Pray to the Lord to reveal your weakness to you. So that you can properly what guard it. But there are certain weakness that God will never take away from you. Because the weakness of, of, of Paul was there left to humble him. Because in a place Paul said, he said that the messenger of the devil of Satan that was sent unto him, which was the thorn in his flesh, was there to humble him. Because the, the, the rate at which God was taking him, the height that God was taking him, he needed to be humbled. Something that something needed to remind him of where he was coming from. So that he would not be puffed up, just like he said. Hallelujah. I fear not careful. So God said, He said, My grace is sufficient for you. So, yes, you pour you have the weakness, but by, you have my grace to be able to bring that weakness under subjection. That is what Paul said. He said that bring every knowledge. Hallelujah. Every knowledge under subjection. Every stronghold, stronghold are information that are taught in the mind by the devil that he gives to you in your mind. He said that bring them, bring them under subjection, safeguard your mind and bring these thoughts that are not from God under subjection under the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the strongholds of the mind, the strongholds of the soul that has the ability to destroy a man's life. Bring them under subjection under the Lord Jesus Christ. Safeguard your soul. Safeguard your what? Your weakness. And be a protector, gatekeeper of your home. Stand and intercede not only for yourself, but for your family, your loved ones, and the people around you. Hallelujah.